0: This is a podcast that wants to encourage small business. And this is a time that we need a lot of encouragement. On today's show, we want to talk about the facts about the coronavirus and its effect on our country and the marketplace. Is it just fear or is there a threat of a market meltdown? We are going to talk to a financial expert, Jason Stump, he's going to share with us his thoughts. We've postponed our normally scheduled show so we could produce this special episode to talk about the facts. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss this episode. This is the small business podcast that is sweeter than all the rest. Marketing, media, and cupcakes. Welcome to episode 39 of Marketing Media and Cupcakes. I'm John Ondo, along with my wife, Angel. Hi there. This is a special show we're doing today. This actually brings me back to my old days of doing news journalism and talk shows and things like that. We wanted to do a special edition. We literally threw this together. We had another show planned for today, and we pushed them back. And we wanted to do something about what's going on with the stock market and the coronavirus. We are going to have Jason Stump on today. He is a financial advisor. He has his own podcast that we're going to talk to him, get some advice from him. I've also spent a great deal of time researching, talking to other financial advisors, and asked the questions I think a lot of people are asking. Is this the end of the world? (laughs) The answer is no. No. It's not. Is it going to be a little... I don't know what's going on for a while. Yes. But here's the thing that we want to encourage you with today on this show is that you are not powerless and you may find out that there are opportunities for you today to make money or it may be a time for you to go into the turtle shell and hold tight for a little bit depending on what your business is.
1: Oh, There's always... Every negative always has a positive somewhere.
0: It has to. Everywhere. It's a teeter-totter. Yep. If something is up, something went down. If something's down, something went up. Uh, I have a small video production company here in Columbus, Ohio. We do a video production for companies all over the country. What this stock market thing is going to do to it, we're not sure yet, but I don't think it's going to affect us too much. We also do a podcast production company. Angel works for a Fortune 500 company that is absolutely going to be affected and has been affected by this, and she has a cupcake company which probably won't be affected by
1: this let's hope not
0: so your company your Fortune 500 company, which is always remains nameless in this podcast as because, it should, because we don't want to lose, you know, lose your job or something. No, nope. But you guys have been affected by this. You've had some things that you were doing that were canceled and and stuff is being shipped back and forth. Well, and, for
1: the, I mean, due to the coronavirus, I yeah. mean, if we'd let's start there. I mean, we won't talk about stocks because everybody's been impacted on that. Ours have been up and down and round and round, just like everybody else's. But the coronavirus, as John will speak to with how it's impacting certain things here in Columbus, Ohio, that are money. Makers, we've actually had to or found out that, you know, certain shows or expos where, you know, products that we sell were going to be showcased, they were canceled because of the fear of the coronavirus and its spread.
0: There are legitimate market issues when people say, I don't want to fly. And we have a family member who's supposed to go to Italy in a couple of months. Yep. May not go now because I'm not, I don't, I'm not worried about them getting. Corona, they can get the coronavirus. I'm not worried. They'll be fine. I'm worried about them being quarantined in an airplane or on on some kind of hotel for two weeks.
1: In another country. (laughs)
0: That, to me, is the problem with this virus is because it's not easily identifiable at this point yet, that it's affecting the markets because people who are... Doing their job, doing their thing, cannot do their thing. Yep. We're going to get into all of that today, and uh, we're very excited about. It. I just want to take a quick second. We had, as I mentioned uh, earlier, we we had other shows planned, and we were in Nashville last week. We just want to give a special shout out to the folks in Nashville. Uh, the the tornado that went through just recently. Yes. A lot of lives lost. I've seen some more video. I'm heartbroken. We go to Nashville a lot. We love Nashville. So um, just giving props out to all of our friends and all, of the, all the people affected by Nashville. We were affected by tornadoes last year here in Ohio and family members lost homes. So when we see this footage, it just it breaks our heart. Yes. So for those of you in Nashville, we're with you. Nashville strong and we uh, want to send you that love here on uh, Marketing Me and Cupcakes. So let's find out. Are we heading into a market financial meltdown? Let's talk with our special guest on today's program. <laughs> Are we going into some kind of financial meltdown? Jason Stump is a graduate of Otterbein University, has his MBA there, as well as he's the host of Agile Finance Radio, and he's founder of Denari Financial. Jason, thank you so much for joining
2: us. Yeah, my pleasure, John. Glad to uh, be here.
0: Well, let's let's kind of help a lot of, I think, small businesses. We have a lot of small businesses and family businesses who listen to our podcast and I know a lot of people get really panicked when you hear the stock market drop 6,000 points like it did recently. And then it's it, as of today, I think it's up 800. It was down 800 yesterday, and people start really kind of freaking out a little bit. So tell me, first of all, when people are looking at this and they, their immediate probably mindset is, is this another 2007, 2008 crash of the market? Is this going to wipe out a lot of jobs? What, what's your take on all this?
2: That's a great question. I mean, I think those are normal, normal fears that happen, and maybe not fears, but you know, it, it's it's where we're at right now. And you know, just to put some background around this. This is normal for a market. It has ups and downs, and sometimes they're really volatile. Mm-hmm. And we've had a great run in markets. We're kind of spoiled. Uh, you know, we've been in a about a decade long uptrend. It's we had a few hiccups in 2011 and 2018. And, you know, that kind of went above what we would see as an average time without a pullback. So this is normal. What's different is usually the triggering event, right? 2008, 2009 was because of the, the mortgage crisis. And this one happens to be because of the coronavirus and the fear of that turning into a pandemic and the anticipation of a longer economic slowdown.
0: So the question I've asked myself with this is, obviously in 2007, we had financial institutions that were crashing. And then when there was another big setback back in the late 80s, it, I don't know if that was necessarily computer, but we were, we've were we had a lot of computer analytics and so forth with the stock market that have caused legitimate, what I would call a legitimate crash. But this seems to be more of a fear base versus that there's something broken
2: in the financial markets or broken in the system. Is that how you read it? Yeah. I think the sell-off that we've seen is is certainly um, more fear-based than anything else. And unfortunately, right, we have that benefit and disadvantage of being human and having those emotions. And largely- you know, that's what the market is. Ultimately, it's driven by those human emotions that either are in and out of the market or have programmed something to take action based on that. So it's all coming back to the, are we natural response, fight or flight, and the human fear is sometimes winning out in the short term rather than thinking long term.
0: That makes a lot of sense. So let's talk about small businesses. You know, my my wife and I both have a small business. Uh, obviously, we are located in Columbus, Ohio. The big news that just dropped uh, in the last couple of days is that the Arnold Sports Festival, which is the single largest tourist event in Columbus, they've announced that the the uh, the participants can come who are coming to compete, but no visitors, no spectators can come. That's going to I you know just I'm sure kill a lot of local businesses, hotels, restaurants, and so forth. Then, uh, obviously, it's it's because of the coronavirus. So, obviously, mm-hmm. that's a that's a victim of this already. So, from small business standpoint, who is going to be taking hits here in the next weeks or months? Give me your your take on that.
2: Yeah, that's a great question, John. And I think you've hit partially up on that, and largely because of what's triggering this whole thing. And it's going to be dependent on your location and the type of business that you own. So if if you're near a location that has reported the virus, you know, you should probably be concerned and be thinking about your contingencies in place. That's going to help you and guide you in your decision making process. And also just as you pointed out, it, it could be travel dependent. If you have an event or a business that's related to travel there's going to be people that won't make that decision because of the fear of the spread of the virus and them, con- and them contacting that. So it's definitely you know, going to affect businesses in those two situations. So you might need to be creative in how you offer your product or service or how you can show different value in some other way based on the, the events that are happening right now.
0: One of the things I look at with the market, and and this is because I've spent a lot of time as a journalist interviewing and having my own money in the market and so forth. And one of the things I've learned is when people typically see the market's down, the market's down – uh, the common reaction, the fear reaction, is oh, pull my money out, it, it, it put it under a pillow or something crazy. Uh, what I've always learned is when the market goes down, it's it's a clearance sale. There's an opportunity to buy and to do things and, and buy into you know stocks like like a Microsoft or someone else that's dropped and now it's gone up and now you got an opportunity to kind of get it on sale. So for small businesses right now, what's what is your counsel if you're maybe start you're starting a small business, uh, you're thinking about the interest rates, maybe you're going into a building. Is this is this a good time? What is this what is this a good time for right now if I'm a small business? What do I want to take advantage of?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Obviously, you know, we're like you just said, we're we're in a position where people that aren't giving into the fear and they have extra cash, it's a great time to be an investor because the market's on sale. We don't see a lot of these types of pullbacks. So when the market goes down 15 to 20%, it's time to think about a strategy of putting some money to work. So, definitely agree with you there, John. And the other thing is, you know, if you're starting a business or thinking about that, I, you know, procrastination is our worst enemy. Yeah. And so, there's never really a perfect time to start a business. But if you've done your homework, if you've spent the time on, you know, having a business plan, doing some testing in the market to see if there is. V- a viable service that you can add value or a product that adds, you know, value to someone, then it definitely could be a good time. I think the challenge that we see with most businesses is, you know, we're, we're people, we're going to give into fears as well. And a lot of times those business owners are the technicians and they know their skills so well, but they haven't put the, uh, the systems and the, and the processes in place and, and getting the right people on the bus. To support them in those other critical areas of owning and operating a business.
0: Oh yeah, that is so true because this is where being nimble and being quick uh, can get you a jump uh, on the market because you can be there, you know, at a time like this. Uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to hold you down to any predictions here. I know we're hearing that the coronavirus, you know, we're going to go into summer months, people aren't going to be able to spread it as much because it's like the flu, and then later on we could be dealing with it again next year. Uh, with possibly some you know some type of remedy uh, medication wise is the stock market going to be tied to this or could we see a recovery in the market as early as the summer what what's what's the feeling you have and what you know again to be, for somebody who's thinking oh this is going to take 2 years to recover from my personal feeling is i don't think it's going to take that long I, I, do you have any any swayings on
2: any of that there's a couple of thought processes that run into my mind so one is you know kind of just looking at our recent history uh so it's possible that we could have a quick recovery you know like we had in early 2019 you know we had that little pullback in 2018 that almost went into bear market territory so it's possible if the leaders of the world are able to control some of this outbreak of the virus then the market will certainly turn around and and of course obviously john as you know things could go very differently it could go the other way as the virus continues to spread and that will affect the um, behavior of people. Right. And then we'll see the economy affected longer term, since largely we're driven by a, con- a uh, consumer driven economy here in the States. So I think we'll just have to look at that. Obviously, China's going to be impacted. They've shut down a lot of things and we are dependent on their manufacturing engine. So those are things that we're going to have to watch in the next couple of months to see how this might shake out. Because at this point, you're right. It's anybody's guess yep. and it could go either way. And,
0: and the market and everything hates uncertainty. And obviously, even if we... Uh, pull out of this tailspin, which it, you know, we may or may not be. We have another uncertain thing. We don't know who's going to be elected theoretically at the end of this year. And that typically makes the market kind of clamp down a little bit till we know what's going on there too. So going to be kind of a crazy yeah, year, I absolutely. think, uh, in your business. Uh, Jason, tell me a little bit about uh, uh, your, your podcast, uh, Agile Finance Radio, and tell everybody about what you do with your podcast.
2: Oh, sure. Thanks, John. So I have a podcast that focuses on help people win with money, gain life, and retire with confidence. So if you're in that position of where you're thinking about early retirement or retirement, you might want to listen to the podcast because I'm offering tips and advice on how to think about and prepare for that. And that's what I do as a profession. So I'm I'm in the financial industry. I'm a fee-only advisor, and I help people uh, invest, plan, save, and prepare for retirement. And then ultimately, stay away from making these critical decisions that could impact your finances, like selling in a panic, yeah. like we're seeing here in the coronavirus. So Jason, great time. Yeah,
0: uh, I want to get you back on the show sometime because we do a lot of things with business and, uh, and and let's face it, business and family is about money. So uh, I'd love to get you back on and we could talk some more uh, topics like this.
2: Yeah, sounds great, John. It's my pleasure being here for you today.
0: For those of you who aren't familiar, we're in Columbus, Ohio, and the it, this is the home of the Arnold Sports. It used to be the Sports Classic; it's the Arnold's, uh, the Arnold Festival now. I think, yeah, Arnold Sports and that's, Festival, and it's Arnold Sports uh, <laughs> That's it. He started it here back in the in the seventies, and it draws, I believe, around two hundred thousand people to Columbus. Yeah,
1: that's what was here last year. It is
0: the single largest weekend of the year, and they decided because of the coronavirus to shut it down to spectators. People who are competing are allowed to come, which I think is like ten thousand. So you you just cut down, you know, a hundred and seventy thousand people from coming to the town. So that's an, a classic example of how the coronavirus is impacting restaurants, hotels, merchants downtown, and so forth. Will it impa- impact me? Not directly, although I have worked at the Arnold Classic, therefore I get paid if I had to shoot something. Wasn't planning on it this year, so it wasn't a big loss for me. But I'm sure there are other production people like myself, video yep. production guys, freelancers who uh, lost lost a weekend gig. Yep. And that's sad. And so that's an, that's an example of who is going to get hurt with this. So if you're a restaurant, especially in the infected areas like on the coasts, but it's now popping up in other areas – you're you possibly are going to be impacted more than somebody like myself, or maybe somebody like Angel necessarily.
1: So John has been doing, as he mentioned earlier, some significant research on this because he wants to make sure I don't jump out a window every time I turn a, you know turn on my computer in the morning. Yes.
0: So I have a really good friend who is a financial advisor. He's a he's a certified financial advisor. He's fiduciary. He manages, I believe, around five hundred fifty million dollars. Uh, in money, and most of that is not mine. So, <laughs> the, he couldn't be on the show today, but I did ask him a series of questions just about the market and his thoughts regarding small business. And I thought we could I could share some of the things he was sharing with me because I thought it was very interesting. Uh, some of his comments.
1: Did he um, tell you anything? this positive happening? That any good things are happening as a result of this?
0: Yes. The first thing you might have noticed traveling past the gas station today is I, where we live now gas is as low as one, 189 a gallon.
1: That's bananas.
0: Bananas. So what happens when you are a small business that means the the person who is, if you maybe you own a gas station but the person who's used to spend 250 270 for gas, 301 for gas, now has more pocket change. And that adds up and that's going to be more money in consumers pockets which means for those of us who are small businesses That's money for us, theoretically, that they're going to want to spend.
1: So I also heard something um, on the news about interest rates. I've heard something the Fed did something which may have helped the stock market, but that could also impact other things.
0: Yeah, the Federal Reserve reduced interest rates. Now, interest rates are really ridiculously low to begin with. For those of you who are older than me, you remember the day of 12 and 15% interest (laughs) rates for mortgages. It's at three-something, and it's dropping Um, I was speaking to one of my buddies in the real estate business. He's he's a financial, um, uh, he puts together the mortgages and so forth and the packages. And he said, this is going to be insane because we're already busy enough in the housing market. We are going to be refinancing homes all year long now because interest rates have dropped. This is an all-time low and that's Always good news. Now for small business people, if if you have a business and it is running and it is making money, then you know, yeah, if you're thinking about maybe getting a, getting another storefront or expanding the property or something like that, that's a good good move. If you're somebody who's just starting a business, maybe you're doing a home bakery and you're thinking I'm going to jump out and let's buy a storefront. Storefront not maybe the best advice because just because you got a low interest rate doesn't mean that's going to make your business succeed or make money. So his advice is if you're doing well, if the business is running well, and this is a natural time to expand, then yeah, this is a great time to do this. The reason I say this is I know a lot of people, and I know I saw the fear in your eyes last week, is mm. that we see things like the market going down and we think I'm shutting it down. I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to, you know, it's like a tornado is coming. Yep. And no, the, this is an opportunity because interest rates dropped. You may have a great opportunity now to to if you will, buy money at a great low rate that two months ago, it would have cost twice as much. So this is a great opportunity for small businesses. So check with your bank. Check with the people you trust because this would be a great opportunity.
1: I have a couple of bonds and yeah. I know bonds are like the thing of the past, but then they're back and then they're gone and then they're here and then they're there. But then I've also heard you know, something about treasury notes and I may have heard it on Fox Business. Who's I'm sure to say? you did. And, and what, what, are, what are those and why are those maybe a benefit during these troubled times? Well,
0: what's interesting about this, and this was really the first time I... I had it explained to me and it made sense. So, when you talk about bo- bonds and treasury bills and so forth, that's when you, instead of investing, you know, you're putting your, your $100 in the bank and getting interest, which nobody does anymore, or getting $100 and putting it in the stock market and, and growing it there. The, the other option is to put it in bonds and, and basically giving it to the government and then the government holds on to it for 10 years and then they bring they give it back to you with interest. So what happens is when the bond rate is like at 3.9%, that's when all heck breaks loose in the stock market cuz the stock market is supposed to give you like 5 to 10% of a profit if you're doing good stock market sure. work. When you get the, the when the government's stock if you will, when their bonds go up to 3, like three point nine four percent, people start going, "Hmm, that's a lot less risk than the stock market. I'll just put my money in a bond instead oh, of okay. stock because they okay. think it's more, it's safer." And it is, but here is the two things that people need to understand: that when you give, well, let's just take the, the 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 idea of you take a hundred dollars and buy a bond, a ten year bond, Fun. So you take that, you get, a, and your hundred dollars is locked up in the government, and then depending on the rate, the rate might be. 3 or 4%. So you're getting a, almost a better return and a safer return on that than you would in the stock market. Stock market, you're you're hoping for 5 and better. So what's happening right now and this has never happened in the history of our country that I'm aware of, we have like a like a 1 or a less than 1% bond market. Now, if I told you, "Hey, let's put $100 and give it to the government for 10 years and you get $1 back for your profit." <laughs> is that a good deal? I don't think so. So that's the deal that's running right now. Now, when it's 3 and 4%, it's a little bit different, and people like that idea. Sure. But for, uh, but for this, this has never been this low. So two things that happen. When you give your $100, if you will, to the, the federal government, and it's at 5%, let's say, that means the government has to pay you back 5%. It comes out of their budget. So it increases the deficit, just like Social Security and all that other stuff does. When it's at 1%, they're not having to pay as much and nobody's using it anyway because it's a horrible deal. So what we see the administration doing is they're trying to get people out of the government uh, bond market into the stock market because what happens when you make money in the stock market yeah, you pay taxes on it, which means you're sending money to the government for them to use. Theoretically, they're playing off the debt; they never do. All these things mean, and, and, and if, you've, if you if you went at the fast forward through the last five minutes and come to this point, <laughs> all this means is all the people I talk to, these financial advisors who manage things and everything else, say the market is really, really good. The thing that my financial advisor mentioned today that this is not lost money people are not getting out of the market and and taking their money and, and running the gold or running to somewhere else. Uh, he, call, he referred to this as being pinned up. So let's just say you're a restaurant or you're a hotel uh, or even Amazon and people are like, I don't want to spend money on my trip right now. I'm gonna I'm just gonna hold off I'm gonna hold off. That money is just pinned up and it's gonna snap back like a rubber band at some point because some point it's gonna get warm. the news is gonna start saying, the, the, pay, the cases of coronavirus have gone down to nothing, which they are almost anyway. And you're going to go, you know what? Let's take that trip. Let's take that cruise. And you know the cruise lines and the airlines are going to do everything they can to give you a good deal to get you back in on, on a plane or on a boat. So people are going to go, you know what? We got great deals. Let's roll. That money is going to end up being spent. And it's good news for small business. So the big thing that we want to encourage you with is that this is not the end of the world the financial markets are not going to collapse there may be a, a blip in your business you may have a, a month of, of low business if, depending on where you're at if you're somewhere in New York near where this has happened and you serve food yes you you might have a a, a while that it will it will it, before it recovers but we do believe it's going to recover and when it recovers it will recover well because people will have money because the gas prices have dropped please don't think this is a very, very bad time for my business and I need to crawl under a rock. I need to sell my business. No, 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 no. The, you're guaranteed failure if you do that. Hold tight. Talk to some financial folks, your banker, your financial advisor, and you may find out that not only is it not a bad time for you, it may be an outstanding season for you to invest in your business, reinvest in your house, or, your, uh, or refinance something because the interest rates are low. Be positive and and try to make this be an opportunity for you to, to make things even better. When this resets, you may be better off. So does that make you feel better at all?
1: Yes. <laughs> I had to think about that. I didn't want to say, no, I want my money back. I didn't think well, that would be money's good. Your money is going to
0: come back as long as you don't take your money out. It's it's fine. It, it, you're letting it float down the stream, if you will. But once you pull your money out, you've you've either gained or you lost it. But you've stopped you've stopped it. So you know. Again, I'm not a financial expert, so don't. I'm just telling you what we've learned over time. Yes,
1: please. Neither one of us are financial experts or physicians. We are just simply two people that want to share information that we have learned or gleaned from others.
0: Thank you. Wherever you're at right now, just don't live in fear. If you if you have questions on this then you need to listen to a podcast about financial advice because we're not it. But what we wanted to do <laughs> is encourage you from what we know, having dealt with finances and 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 stability and don't live in fear. So I hope that makes sense. We've got some great shows coming up. Yes, we do. Phil Cook, who was just here, is going to be coming back in, a, in like two weeks. Yay, Phil! We're going to talk about how much I hate meetings. Oh, good Lord. Phil hates meetings even more than me. He's even written some books blogs and stuff and we're, we're going to talk to them about how to make meetings actually work and what to do when meetings are really bad
1: I'm looking forward to that that's
0: going to be great and then Christy Lingo's coming back
1: yay Christy alcohol talk, yeah, and
0: sorting things <laughs> and cocktails and stuff and we're going to talk I I, I believe, believe we're going to talk more about organization and how she's building some new organizations yes and so she's going to be a lot of fun so we're marketing meeting cupcakes if you haven't subscribed please do so it means so much because that shows us that you love us oh how pitiful uh, Yeah, I know and, and and if we're not please,
1: ablo- we're not above groveling well
0: so. please please share us with other f- folks because we want to be positive and we want to be fun and even though this was this was certainly not the most fun topic not even a little bit i don't think we laughed once during this this podcast but we normally maybe do. inside maybe inside and we cried a little
1: uh, but a it, lot,
0: but it'll be fine. But just remember, you could have had it all.
1: I could have had it all. Don't let me start singing. It's,
0: this this <laughs> this is a, a song from Melissa. If, if those Melissa you, Manchester, 1979. It's one of the worst. It and is most
1: not. We're gonna ha- songs we're gonna have to have another podcast about this whole topic.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, Angel at karaoke sings this song, but yes. if you know the song. What is the name of that song? Don't
1: cry don't, out loud. Don't cry out
0: loud. So what? Keep, a, keep it inside.
1: Just learn how to hide your feelings.
0: That is the, the most narcissistic, screwed proud. up song I've ever and heard. And if you
1: should fall, remember, you almost had it all. That is like a mantra for what we just talked about. No, today. it's not. I don't
0: want you. I want you to go and buy and 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 make money and be a great business owner we're serving have, people we're gonna
1: have a podcast do in the not cry
0: out loud about that song and, and
1: other songs just for the hell of it
0: okay well there you go that's marketing me and cupcakes love you nashville we're with you and keep living the dream connect with john and angel via facebook and instagram and let us know your thoughts marketing media and cupcakes is a production of
1: ondo media